So I want to tell you why I've made a terrible financial mistake, but I know why I did it. It was deliberate. <laughs> That's what they always say, right? And I want to explain why I did it. Okay. So here's the scenario. I, I need to renovate my house. Okay. I'm doing it right now. And let's just say that house renovation costs 10,000 pounds. Should I loan that money? Okay. From a bank or should I use cash savings to fund the work instead? All right, so it's Friday, which means another episode of our new Friday show, which is called Medics Money on Call. And it's really just a bit less formal and usually going to be us discussing our own personal finance dilemmas because what we noticed was before every podcast, me and Ed had a fairly robust discussion about something pretty interesting. And then we went on to record the podcast and we just deleted all the chat. And I think some of the chat could be useful. So we did our debut a few weeks ago of the On Call episode when we were in London and we talked about our budget predictions. Then we took a few weeks off because we were actually, I mean, I was on the on-call run from hell, basically. The actual real-life medical on-call run from hell. So now we're back with another Friday episode, which we hope you find useful. But of course, just let us know. So today I want to talk about why I'm doing a house renovation. Okay. And if you're watching on YouTube, you'll notice that uh, Ed's cat is very interested in house renovations. His ears have just pricked up. He is indeed. And hence, the house renovation is the reason why we're actually doing this at, at my house. So it's probably Tommy Cobby, his house has been demolished. Uh, and my, yeah, my cat is very keen to hear all about it. Let's just say that house renovation costs £10,000. Should I loan that money, okay, from a bank, or should I use cash savings to fund the work instead? So let's look at the numbers, okay? Because not all financial decisions are about numbers, but it's a good place to start. So let's just say I took option one, which is to borrow the money, okay? So I need to borrow £10,000. Now, this renovation has been planned for about two years, but for various reasons, including a pandemic, it's been delayed. So back when I started, I could have borrowed £10,000 for 10 years at an interest rate of 2.5%. I mean, it seems like crazy now, doesn't it? Those are the days, yeah. Right, that's just like one part of the mistake, okay? We'll get to that. So borrow £10,000 over 10 years would have cost me £1,297, okay? With monthly repayments of approximately £94, okay? So that's one option. The other option is to use cash, okay? So fortunately, and I, of course, realize how fortunate this is. Uh, let's just imagine I had £10,000 in the bank, okay? To, to, to do that money would actually cost me nothing to borrow, okay? Or would it? Because I want to talk about, I think it's an economics concept, mate, which is called opportunity cost, which I'm going to butcher this and you can correct me, but basically opportunity cost means what could you have gained if you hadn't done the thing that you were going to do? So in this example, let's just say I, instead of having that £10,000 cash, okay, and spending it on a house renovation, let's say I invested it for 10 years, okay, the same term as I was going to borrow, and let's assume a 6% return, okay? And <laughs> back when I wrote our ebook and forever, I've been saying, you know, average returns from investments can be expected to be in the 6 to 8% range. And about a year ago, Bitcoin fanatics were emailing me saying my returns are 2,000%. People who are just buying the S&P uh, American stock market were emailing me saying, you know, my returns are 30%. I haven't got one of those emails for a while. Not, none from the Bitcoin crew and, and no one's claiming 30% as a yeah. mysteri mysteriously silence. Yeah. So I think 
I stand by what I said that returns in the range of 6 to 8% from stock markets, a broadly globally diversified index is reasonable. And uh, maybe people are coming around to that idea now. So let's just say I put that 10 grand in at 6% return a year. That would get me £18,193 at the end of 10 years, which is actually quite a lot. Good gains. Okay. So it seems pretty simple, doesn't it? If I loan the money, okay, at 2.5% to loan 10 grand over 10 years, and then instead of taking that cash that is in my bank and putting it in a stocks and shares uh, investment, uh, that would get me £18,193. So if I loaned the money, I would end up being £6,896 better off by loaning the money from the bank and using that money to invest instead. Guess what I did? Tell me. We've got the suspense. <laughs> I did not I did not loan the money and instead I used cash to pay. Okay. And so that is just a ridiculous decision. The numbers have just borne that out, would you not say? Mm -hmm. And I want to tell you why. I think this is something that we don't focus on enough on the podcast, but we're going to be doing more of that on these Friday episodes. And that is the psychology of money. And more specifically, you know, our own experiences and, you know, over time with money shape what we do. And I've talked about this extensively in the past. And it's a, it's a well-known fact that you know, it seems like it's all about the numbers, but actually there's a lot of emotion involved in finances as well. So my emotion that's involved here is that when I graduated from medical school, I had 85,000 pounds worth of debt. These days, unfortunately, that's not a big deal. But back then it was a terrible amount. And unfortunately, not all of it was on student loan, but some of it was on credit cards, disaster. Some of it was on a bank loan, disaster. And I still remember like now when I got my first paycheck, and I looked at the number in the bottom right hand corner. And then I looked at my debt repayments that I was due on credit cards and bank loans and to my mum, which was the worst debt of all because I loaned money off her 5,000 pounds. Interest rate was 0%, but 5,000 pounds was a lot of money to her, right? And I looked at my debt and I was just in a panic. And basically that was where Medic's money was born because I was like, right, I need to get myself financially educated. I didn't even, I didn't even know how much I was going to earn, which is ridiculously naive. And I probably should have looked at it beforehand. But that was like where Medics Money was born, educated myself, started educating other people. It got me here today, uh, sitting here in your lovely room, doing a podcast. Hopefully we'll be sitting in our, my new room at my house soon, if it's ever finished. That's another story. Yeah, with no cats. With no cats. Well, we'll have kids there instead. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I made that decision. I knew the numbers. I'm, I'm you know, I didn't. I didn't not know the numbers, but I still decided to pay cash because of my previous experience with, with debt. And that was a ridiculous financial decision that has cost me at least £6,896 over the next 10 years. But I would do the same again tomorrow because of my previous experiences with debt. I do not like being in debt because of my previous experiences. What do you think? Have I lost the plot? Am I wrong? Talk me through it. No, I think uh, yeah, it's it's a very common thing, isn't it? You know, psychologically, we all know that uh, in our minds, debt is, is quotation marks, bad. Um, nobody wants to be in debt. Um, but you, you kind of do need to filter, you know, distinguish between good debts and bad debts. So some debts are, are definitely bad, um, like credit card debts, if you're actually paying Quite high interest rates on those, um, but some some are good, and uh, you know some are definitely not as bad as, as you think. But it's just trying to go over that mindset of of debt being such a bad thing. When actually there are some uh, good opportunities out there where borrowing actually does make sense. 
So everyone's circumstances are different. Everyone just needs to really look at their individual personal circumstances. But just bear in mind, you know, sometimes it can be the right thing to do. Maybe less so in this environment with the interest rate going up and inflation going up. But still, on the whole, just make sure you think about it. At least consider it. All right. I'm really glad you mentioned that because the difference between good debt and bad debt took me a long, long time to realize, okay? And you're probably sat there thinking, well, how can you claim to know the difference between good and bad debt? Because right now that 2.5% to loan 10 grand over 10 years, looks like to me, good debt. And it is, my definition of good debt is low interest rate debt that is traditionally used to purchase an asset which appreciates over time. So credit cards used to buy clothes, unfortunately bad debt, as Ed said. A mortgage, historically, uh, to use to buy an asset which appreciates over time, you know, good debt. So I knew this was good debt, but I just, I don't know, I just didn't want any more. I can't explain it, but I just didn't want any more debt. And it's probably a really bad mistake. But for me, I'm really comfortable with it. And I mean, right now it looks even worse decision because 2.5% uh, interest rate was available over two years ago when I first set this up. Now it would be like, you know, I suppose you could add a zero. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's much, much higher now, isn't it, basically? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I hope that helps. If you're interested in more about good debt versus bad debt, it's in our ebook, okay? And it breaks it all down there as well. And then the other sort of thing that we get asked a lot is, you know, should I pay off debt or invest? And that is a really, really complex question. But a few thoughts from me, because I've paid off a lot of debt and I've invested a lot. Number one, Without exception, I think paying off bad debts, credit cards, uh, you know, high interest rate debt has to be your number one priority. Okay. And once you've done that, the way, the way, also the way I think about paying off that debt is if your credit card interest rate is 20%, yeah, you're, you know, you're effectively, when you pay that off, you're effectively getting a return of 20%. Okay. There's no such thing as a guaranteed rate of return in investing except to say paying off a credit card with a 20% rate of interest is a guaranteed 20% return because you're paying down that debt. So try to think about it like that. You're nodding? Yeah, like, I'd definitely get rid of that sort of debt. For sure. For sure. Absolutely. Yeah. And then you've got to think about, you know, good debt. So mortgages and, you know, I invest and I still have a mortgage. And the reason is because my mortgage rate is low, uh, definitely going up, but low. Uh, and so it's just like, this is like basically this example I've just quoted, isn't it? You've got a okay debt um, versus investing. And, you know, in that scenario, probably it's a good time to start investing. I don't know what your thoughts are. Well, I think right now the environment's for investing, yeah. Absolutely. In general. Yeah, in general, absolutely. It's, uh, you know, it's not a bad time at all to be doing that. Absolutely. You're looking at disdain with the numbers on my screen, just thinking, why yes. has Tommy done this? You know, you know, actually, you know what? I'm not at all. I'm thinking about my um, own. Um, I've got a uniquely terrible debt, uh, which we're actually going to talk about next time round. Yeah. So I was actually more thinking about that, to be honest. Okay. But I'll expand on that next time round. All right. Do that another Friday episode. So I hope that was useful. There's a way that we think about things, the psychology of money, and just be aware when your previous debt or financial traumas are leading you to make a bad decision and well it's not really a bad decision because I, I knew the numbers but i just decided and i'm totally i'm totally at peace with it i won't be at peace if the builders don't get going and finish off because we are significantly over but that is a rant for another day i hope they enjoyed that shorter episode 
let us know. Email us, team at medicsmoney.co.uk. Are these short episodes useful and do they help you? I hope that they do. And we'll see you on the main. So main episodes always on a Tuesday. On-call episodes on a Friday, unless me and Ed are actually on-call in the real world for medicine, in which case, no chance of doing an episode. Take care. Cheers, guys.